Welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast, where we interview top sellers and sales leaders to learn the different tips, tricks, and mental strategies that they use to create sustainable peak performance. Let's get rolling. I guess I would be curious, and I think this will tie into the learning, but I find most sellers, and one of the questions that I love to ask everybody is, you know, what do you do when you have that bad month or that bad quarter or you lose mm-hmm. that big deal? Maybe not everybody's going to go write a book uh, yet, uh, but how do you help coach maybe sales leaders to think about getting their team to bounce back after a poor while we're still on our own sales performance mindset. How do you help folks think through that? Well, my suggestion, it's back to the same reframe. Instead of how much did I sell or not sell in that quarter, how much did I learn in that quarter? Okay, because uh, you might not have had a, a great quarter, but it might have made you a much better salesperson. And that's the inner component. Is, is personal growth. It's really a great opportunity to be a salesperson because on the job, we can learn the heart of influencing people's decision-making in a positive way, both ourselves and we could apply it then to the people we care about. I mean, we live in an interconnected world. So the quality of the decisions that the people around us make have a very direct effect on us. And here as salespeople, you know, we get a chance to, to practice being aware of people's decision process and learning, and then apply it in our personal lives and also look at um, perhaps ways of how we define our performance might not be serving us because this, this is how, what you're talking about basically is uh, the beginning of a sales slump where a, a salesperson, here, here's what happens in a slump, okay? That the first problem is that the, the salesperson tried to control this, getting the sale. They took responsibility for what the customer did. If the customer buys, I'm great. If the customer doesn't buy, I'm trash. So right away you have ego and ego is a setup because inevitably you're going to get a string of customers that won't buy for whatever reason. And a salesperson who's ego based, who's looking at uh, being self-conscious instead of customer conscious We'll say, uh, maybe I'm not as great a salesperson as I think I am. Then the next step is they say, so I'm going to have to try harder. That's the trap. Because when you try, what's it feel like to the customer? It feels pushy. A salesperson who's trying harder, the customer feels that that salesperson is being pushy. And trying um, will sabotage the performance itself. 
if I'm trying to sleep, am I sleeping? Okay. <laughs> if I'm trying, <laughs> if I'm trying to learn something, am I learning it? You know, if I'm trying to pay attention, am I paying attention? If I'm trying to like you, or if I'm trying to get you to like me, and this is what salespeople do. I'm trying to get this customer to like me. Well, how does it feel if I say to you, I'm trying to get you to like me? It's horrible. Feels <laughs> pushy. Of course, but that's what salespeople do. So then because the customer feels this is a pushy salesperson, they're even less likely to buy. The salesperson's numbers go down even more. And then they think they have to try harder. And this is the cycle of a typical slump. And it could be completely alleviated by just a simple reframe. I'm not here to sell as much as I can. I'm here to learn as much as I can. That is so, to your point, counterintuitive. It's, it even, I feel myself get a little tight as I hear, oh, I'm not here to learn. I'm here to sell. I get paid for how much I sell. I am measured upon my self-worth to an extent based upon how much I sell or stack ranked based upon that. That's not true. You're, you're paid based on how your customers buy, not on how you sell. I think that's so cool. And as you think about that for leaders, it, do you look at that any differently or do you give leaders any different feedback or coaching than maybe that individual contributor? As oh, they look at that leadership role? Absolutely. Because based on the things I've been saying today, the last thing a sales leader or a sales coach would want to do is have the salesperson thinking about the training when they're talking to a customer. <laughs> They'll be distracted. You know, the salesperson needs to constantly be mindful, be thinking on their feet be able to react in the moment because you can count on a customer throwing a wrench in the works to any kind of presentation that the salesperson presents because the customer never went to your training. <laughs> so the customer doesn't know what they're supposed to say. So the sales leader needs to teach, to show salespeople how they can learn how to learn from their customers. The, the effective sales leaders are really their salesperson's observation coach, helping salespeople gain awareness during that interaction between salesperson and customer to accelerate learning, which accelerates performance. Very cool. I think there is a lot of opportunity in that as I look through the different sales leaders that I've worked with, the ones that I've studied, so much of it is so easily coming back to the tactical process of prospect more, dial the phone more. Mm -hmm. And even if I can reframe that as, yeah, if you pick up the phone more, you get more learning opportunities. You get the ability to improve and to grow mm -hmm. and to then get feedback on that. Yes. about how are we learning it is a really 
really profound thought that uh, I think most people haven't been trained on. So I, I can see why why you guys have uh, your work cut out for you and a lot of value that you can bring to the table and why yeah. you've seen sales go 10x yes. when we can work on this inner game. Yeah, yeah. And the customers are a lot happier. Uh, they have better relationships with the salesperson and the salesperson doesn't get burnt out because they don't have to try so hard. I mean, I, I, another way of looking at what you're saying a typical sales trainer would do to paraphrase would be saying, I want you to try harder. Did you try this? Did you try? And we're back into trying again, which is the salesperson thinking about their selling performance. Did you do this? Did you do that? And maybe you should do some of this more when the salesperson is being distracted by the sales trainer they need to pay the attention to the customer. So one of the important things to do is change the salesperson's orientation, the awareness from outer to inner. And when I say inner, I'm not talking about the salesperson's state of mind. I'm talking about the customer's state of mind. And here's why. The goal of selling is buying the sales performance is measured by the customer's buying performance. Well, buying performance, we could call decision-making. Decision-making is an inner process. So the inner part of inner game when it comes to selling is the customer's decision process. Now, salespeople are too outer focused. I'll give you a perfect example. If I talk to a typical salesperson about trust, well, what do you think about trust? Is that important? And they'll say, oh yes, trust is so important. I need to earn the customer's trust. I need them to believe that what I'm saying is true. And that's nice, but that's describing outer trust. So what about inner trust? What about the customer's self-trust in their ability as a decision maker? Now think about this. If a customer doesn't trust themselves to decide if they can trust their salesperson, the salesperson will never get the customer's trust. No matter how trustworthy that salesperson can act. So the inner precedes the outer. And the salespeople just need their focus of attention redirected from outer to inner. It's the same thing like if I talked about awareness. We're talking about awareness today, but your typical salesperson would say, oh, yeah, awareness. I need the customer to, to know my product's features. That's the awareness. Well, that's outer awareness. What about inner awareness? The customer's self-awareness. Do they know what they need? Do they know what they want? Do they have a clear goal? Is the customer distracted, confused? Are they in touch with any pain? This is what the salespeople really need to focus on because if the customer doesn't know what they need, how will they ever know that the product's features will satisfy that need? 
So inner awareness comes first. So we need to change the, we need to get salespeople to watch the seams of the ball. <laughs> From outer to inner. And, and that's the, the beginning. So a good sales coach is gonna be a good observation coach redirecting the salesperson's focus from outer to inner. That is so powerful, especially as you talked about this concept of the buyer's trust in making the right decision. It's thanks to help from listeners like you, this podcast can continue to grow and help others. If you found anything helpful in today's episode, please take a second, share with a friend, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. Thanks. Thanks.